All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. You're so listening much. to Oilers Nation Radio, presented by the Nation Network. Subscribe for free on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Thank you very much, Lisa. Weather's Nation Radio episode 95,206. Milk here. Liam, Rick, Dan, and Waz. Hi, what's going on? Because Tyler is taking a non-approved vacation. He's avoiding the grind, not paying attention to his duties. And as a result, Liam, we are having issues with the equipment once again because he he manipulates things on his way out. Who would have thought? I would have. I have... I have recorded probably a bajillion shows off this roadcaster easily throughout my years at Oilers Nation. Yep. When Tyler's here, it works fine. When Tyler's gone, I am now recording a show on Zoom. So if there are differences in audio quality today, it is because Tyler fiddled with the equipment. I'm assuming so, yes. You know the scene in Gladiator where he trails his hand through the field of wheat? Mm-hmm. That's what Tyler does every time he leaves the office with all the courts. He just trails his hand through. He unplugs kind of things. things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, unplugs things, shifts things around. And he plays Enya while he does it, actually. The reason he does it is he wants to remain valuable to the network. Yes. It's called job security. Smart. Mm-hmm. Smart. It's I get it. It's, it's, it's very I like get it. Savvy veteran move. Just wait till he sees what I've got lined up for him when I leave for three weeks later in the summer. Three yeah. weeks? Yeah. I'm going to miss you. Thanks, Waz. Yeah. Where are you going? Um, Strathcona County, actually. <laughs> yeah, just oh, wow. going outside the town. Um, I'm going... I live in Strathcona County. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to England. And I'm going to somewhere between that. I haven't quite decided yet. And I'm going to Paris. Paris? Wow. We Nice. You're going to somewhere between... Here and England? No, like, so uh, I might go to Amsterdam, I might go to Dublin, or I might go to Edinburgh. Just the casual travel of Europeans. They're all, it's so easy. They're so, <laughs> it's so easy. It's so easy. You're going to be flying or training between these places. Well, here's the thing was, 
There's a there is an issue, I believe it's with France air control or something like that, French air control, where they're on strike. Oh. So I'm oh. doing my very best to avoid flying in or out of France because I don't want to get delayed oh. for hours. Uh, according Smart. to Forbes, Liam. Forbes. Currently. 20 to 30% of French flights are being canceled every day exactly. as a result of this strike. So right well, now if they find out that an Englishman is on it. So right. Yeah, yeah definitely. Mm-hmm. So I have a hotel booked in Paris. Instead, I'm just staying at a nice holiday in. Huh. Oh, good. You, oh, that you know, you know holiday in? I below, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I have a friend who works <laughs> in a holiday. holiday. Yes. Un holiday L in, I believe it is. For, Got it. For I was once employed by the holiday in. In Paris? No. Much oh. <laughs> better. Yeah, that'd be nice. Um, so yeah, that's where I'm going and trying to decide between Edinburgh, Dublin, or Amsterdam. But the issue with have you guys heard of Ryan Air? Yes. I have, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've flown it. How was it? Uh the seat next to me was missing the back. Jeez, there was a stool. <laughs> yeah. So it was a stool. That was an uncomfortable flight for that person. All you need know. to do... They, they didn't fill that seat. <laughs> We're going to skip so ahead here a sec, Liam. All you need is to talk to AMA Travel. That is true. Yeah, I could just... They'll get you there. Me. That'd be very good. Because Wherever you need to be. I've been doing a lot of research, and I could use some expertise on this. Could you yes. save on travel insurance? Probably. Probably. Could you save on a cruise? Yes. Uh, if I, yeah. Perhaps. Between. I don't know. Maybe a vacation package? Mm-hmm. guided vacations that would be a good one for this one i do need some hotels car rental vacation car rental would be good but I, maybe i won't need car rental you could take but i could channel. get it it's an option there's no a. channel coordinator uh strike going i got my i got my channel tickets booked nice yeah everything else can be through ama travel yeah that's how it goes maybe that's what my edinburgh trip will be about mm-hmm. ama travel is happy to help liam just like oodle noodle it's happy I'll read yes. that later. That is a very uh, work-related text message I just got, but I will read that later. <laughs> Oodle Noodle is happy. <laughs> Oodle Noodle is happy. They are, uh, provide a great service. They provide wonderful food. It's Friday. You've worked enough for the week. You made it through without drop-kicking anyone. You deserve some Oodle Noodle today. Just like you deserve an Oodle Noodle delicious debate. Mr. Horman, what do you got for us today? Um, Frank Cervalli really re-updated his trade target board, I believe is fair to say. I've got it open. So we're going to look through it and we're going to decide, actually we're going to debate deliciously, who would be a good fit for the Edmonton Oilers. Mm. Can we put this on a television somewhere in here? No. I've got it for you, buddy. I'm just going to read it. Read through it. I'm going to run through the list real quick so you can just kind of get your mind, your brain working. Number one on the trade targets list is Pierre-Luc Dubois. Boom. He has said that he's not even going to sign a one-year contract in Winnipeg. Wants out. I heard he wants out of his new team already. I heard that they also... Do, yep. Well, I'm going to get to him in a second. I got thoughts. Two. Teammate of Pierre-Luc Dubois, Connor Hellebuck, does not want to be on a rebuilding team. Looks like he's coming out. From the Philadelphia Flyers at number three, Kevin Hayes. Number four... Man, we got a lot of Winnipeg Jets here. Number four, Mark Scheifele. Alex DeBrincat from the Ottawa Senators. Uh, they are reportedly shopping him. Evgeny Kuznetsov from the Washington Capitals. Eric Carlson, our old friend, back on the board. Only $11.5 million was. Connor Garland from the Vancouver Canucks. John Gibson, the goaltender from the Anaheim Ducks. Carter Hart and JT Miller from the Canucks round out the list. So there's your kind of top targets. Anybody needs me to run through it again? I won't. You should have been listening. (laughs) The first name, the realistic name on here, Liam, let me know what you think. 
I don't think like Pierre-Luc Dubois, first of all, I wouldn't touch him. No, I think that Winnipeg is going to get low ball offers for him just because he always wants out. Connor Hellebuck would love it. It's not going to work. We already have a goaltending. Kevin Hayes, not at that money. Uh, Mark Shifley, sure, but not going to happen. Alex Brinkat would love it. Sure. Kuznetsov, maybe, but the money is crazy. 7.8 million. The one that I'm actually legitimately interested in, Liam, and I would it would take some finessing. Hmm. Connor Garland. I was going to say, I think we're on the same page. 27 was, years old. I the same thing. 17 goals, 29 assists with the Canucks last year, 46 points. Three more years left on his deal at $4.95 million. Could the others do it? You'd have to get creative. The only thing, like the reason why it's not going to happen, inner division trades don't really happen like this. Mm. And I imagine the others would have to pay too much to get a Connor Garland. When we don't. spoke to Quad yesterday on ON Every Day, he said if anyone was getting moved out of Vancouver, it would be Connor Garland, despite nobody actually wanting him to go anywhere. They're just in such a terrible spot. So it's interesting because the Canucks literally have no money this summer. They have to move somebody. I think they're in negative cap right now. Let's have a little look-see. Continue on your thought. Minus 600K they're in. Vancouver. So I would love 668. Yeah, negative. So they got to figure out a way to get this out. Tyler and I did a hypothetical trade that Yamo would go the other way and there'd be some money saved on Vancouver's end and you know, there's put in a pick of whatever it may be, whatever they have left, I suppose. For next year, probably we'd have to throw something in. Yeah, but... I wouldn't mind a Conor Garland on this team. I think he'd be very good. Also put up 129 points in his last year of junior hockey. How long ago was that? Uh, He's 27, so it's been a minute. Seven years. Yes, that's kind of... Hey, the potential's there. (laughs) Conor McDavid never did it. (laughs) Rick, any of those numbers uh, feeling sexy to you? No, I didn't see a player on there. Really? Uh, There was no one on the list you wanted. Nobody Nobody on that list that sits realistically that can fit on this team now. When it comes to Garland, don't forget what Vancouver tried to do us when we wanted to try and go after Schneider. What did they do? Well, they jacked up the price ridiculously. Well, that's the way I say interdivision trade. It's not yeah, we already know what Vancouver is like. They don't want to deal with us, right? I was actually looking at that trade the other day because I wrote an article on Carter Hart who's in this and I was trying to find comparables to what Hart could get traded for. Honestly, couldn't find one. But um, they only got a first round pick for Schneider. Yeah, and they I were, thought it was a lot more than that. They were asking. They, they wanted Darnell Nurse. No, that was that. They draft. wanted Nurse. They wanted like they wanted that pick in like Clefbaum or something. Yeah, and a and a and Jesus a Yeah, it was ridiculous. They want. Yeah, it was way too expensive. What if I continue down the list then, Rick? I stopped I, at eleven. Scroll. I kept scrolling. And I we got one way down the list for you. Who you got? Who you got, Dan? Uh, I'm looking at a guy named Taylor Hall, Andrew Peak. <laughs> yeah, that I saw that one as well. Just because. Now with these transactions that they've made uh, between Severson and Provorov, the right side in Columbus becomes quite uh, quite stacked, mm-hmm. and the right side in Edmonton. Uh, while I think it's spoken for, I think we would all agree that having somebody there to uh, to supplant a, a Deharnay, so he doesn't necessarily have to start with the big team, just a like we did with Broberg last year, where we kind of forced Broberg into the lineup where he may not have necessarily needed that at that time. Uh, I'm just thinking a peak might be a take. A Do we know anything player. about this peak? Or are we just talking about him? Because he's a 25 year old, uh, yeah, 13 points in 80 games. Like, sure, absolutely. There, yeah. right? like, there's nothing yeah. that says he's better than CC, right? So he's, the only player you're looking at upgrading right now on the defense would be like uh, Cody Cece. The A lot of people have actually said this Andrew Peak guy. I, I've never heard of him before. I actually thought they were spelling. Old um, Peaky, they call him. What was that What's that guy on the island is called? Pelch? 
Yeah, yeah. I thought people were doing a spelling mistake. <laughs> I've never heard of Andrew Peak before. And you're a scout. I am. I do scout, and yeah, I haven't heard of him. So I don't know how good he is or how bad he is. But if he's to be fair, Liam's not scouting Andrew Peak. I uh, you never know. That's true. Maybe comes there's, yeah, there's nothing that out there that says he's better than anybody we have right now. So I'm not bringing someone in just to bring somebody in. That is an interesting hmm. team to look at, though. In Columbus, because yeah, they have Severson now, Provorov, Gabranson's uh, not going anywhere. Wawrenski, wow, what a mouthful that is. Yes. And then Adam Boquist, Nick ba- uh, Blankenberg, and then there's somebody else they have too, isn't they? Don't they have Jake Bean? Yeah, there he is. So they have seven or eight legit NHL defensemen. Old Beanie, they call him. <laughs> Beanie Baby. Mm. <laughs> for well, what, we're looking for a specific type of defenseman, right? We're not yes. looking for the offensive guy anymore. We've got that taken care of. We've got the big, the big guy in Vin. We're looking for a five-on-five type of guy, right? Oh, what's that? So the Miami the audio started just those, randomly like, playing on those, me. Like advertisements and sites. Yeah, it was a pop-up yeah. ad. They, sorry, Tyler. Columbus also have Carson Kuhlmans, who's a first-round pick. Denton Matanchuk, who I think was in a first or a late. Uh, late first, early second, and then David Yurichek, who's a first round pick as well. And they have uh, Volsil, I think I say his name, who's like one of the best prospects too. They kind of actually got a shit ton in the back end. They wanted to move anyone. Um, if they have that much, then why are they going out and trying to find defensemen still? Because uh, Kakalainen is trying to sh- save his career. <laughs> I think Look, the last team that went out and went like all defense like that never actually won anything in Nashville, right? Nashville is like. They were churning out defensemen like no one's business, and they didn't win shit. Yeah, that was kind of a crazy blue line. Yeah. Ekholm, Seth Jones, Ryan Ellis, Roman Yossi, P.K. Subban. Terrifying. Yeah, and then they, they got close. They couldn't Sons score. They got really that, close. Yeah. Who was that best scorer? Yeah. Ryan Johansson, probably. Yeah, I think yeah, so. Probably Johansson. Philip Forsberg, I think, yeah. Yeah. Was well, anybody on that list that you like? Um, I would honestly just go with Connor Garland, because he's your ideal Kyler Yamamoto replacement, probably. And maybe this peak guy, just because I would like to see the right. Oh, peaky, they call him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I want to see the right side improve, but like, I mean, do we? Is he really an upgrade? Is it really worth like giving up assets compared to what we have right now? Like, and they also have to consider like, what can the Oilers give up right now for either or? Like the the draft picks, you know, they're, you know, we got two this year. How many do we have next year? We have one first first round pick next year. We really want to give that up for like a Connor Garland? No, no. So like, and don't we are aren't we already pretty much given um, Connor Brown? Oh, by well, default, yeah, yeah. That feels like it. Liam's already so, been making memes about him for a year now. Well, yeah, they're, they're going, looking for a host for him. Gonna have to grab two former leaves. However, now I mean, if we didn't have Jack Barry, if we didn't have Jack Campbell, I'd be all over Connor Hellbuck. But unfortunately, that ship has sailed. I got a I got a name. Go ahead. It's, Go ahead. It's through a different direction. So Anthony Mantha is on this trade board at 20. However, he's also a top five candidate to be bought out this summer too. I think as someone I would look at, and this kind of getting away from the question, but as a free agent more than a, a trade a target. kind of guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's a guy. A, that is could, a lottery ticket. What's his, uh, what's his cap right now? 5.7 for mm-hmm. one more year. You cannot afford that. I, no, so, that like, but if he's getting really bought know. out, he's not getting that, right? You're probably getting three and a half to four. I think you might get him lower. I think 
Between two and three, probably. Between two and three? I think that's kind of what I would assume. How's he been doing the last few years, actually? So, I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if one of these guys becomes Oilers. I mean, is it, didn't Saravalli or Friedman say, like, the Oilers are going to be aggressive this offseason? Yes, and then the, like, it's very Frank, but then two weeks later, he said, don't expect much to happen from these guys. Elliot, Elliot said it last week on Bob Show. What? That the Oilers are going to be aggressive. He thinks that, uh, basically, I'm paraphrasing here, um, Ken Holland's wrapping things up, essentially. I think the aggression to go comes, with the into, comes during the season. I could also see that happening. I think we walk pretty much this exact same team into October. I got tons well, of time for an Anthony Mantha edition, though. That would be a good one. What's I interesting guess. is how much the Caps paid to get him yeah. originally in that trade from Detroit. He's a, yeah, because what was it? A first round pick. Oh, I got yeah. it right here. I don't know. I'm guessing. Uh, it was a first round pick. Which turned out to be Wyatt Johnston, which must have been moved somehow to Dallas. Uh, Jacob Verana, Richard Panic, and then a second round pick, which was Dmitry, bear with me, Kulikov, Bukenikov, Bukelnikov, old Bukelnikov, <laughs> old Buck, old Bucky, they call it. How do you say that one, Rick? It'd be interesting. If you're listening to this podcast right now and you're yelling at us because you're looking at Frank Saravalli's trade board and you'd be like, no dummies, the Oilers should go get Blake Wheeler. I'll be, first of all, you're wrong, (laughs) but I want to hear from you anyway. Even if your ideas are bad. (laughs) We're at the little, we're adding little bits and pieces here. We, we have the big pieces here. Um, I don't I think see they're gonna be moving. I think they're going to be more than just bits. Like, I don't think this is going to be another summer of like Gaetan Hosses. No, but it's going to be a role yeah. player. It's going to be a guy who fits. Good role players. Yeah, but that's what I mean. It's not going to be a big piece. But I think they're going to try and Brown esque. I think they're going to try and do more on the right side because you you moved Pugliarvi at the deadline. By all accounts, it seems like Yamamoto's already been traded. Yeah, who's they're, playing on the right side? We still have Lavoie that's going to be. He has to. He has. Doesn't he have to clear waivers? Is there? He's waiver eligible. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I do feel like some of these players. prospects like Lavoie are like almost like scratch tickets. Like you're not sure what you're really going to get though. I just like with Lavoie. Scratch ticket at that point then. Like you don't know what adding like a player like yeah. everybody thought Huberto was going to be great in Calgary just because and that didn't work out so well. If you add a Lavoie, I think the Oilers are past the point where you can just be like, well, Raphael, you got a chance to play with somebody. No, no, he's got to earn a spot. But I mean, I think you're penciling it in. They know what they have in them. They've watched them all year, right? We sit here and read something. Mm three times a week on him when um, Gretzky's down there watching them the whole time. They're, they're, they're talking, they're watching. They're- Brent Gretzky. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I mentioned this a few times on some <laughs> shows, but I could see a Samarukov deal coming with Lavoie. Yeah. You were signing that too. organization every day. Just cause he's, he's been very good. Like, don't get me wrong with Bakersfield this year, but 25 goals, past- 20 assists. In 61 games. Like. What do you have last year? 13 points. 13, 13 goals, 13 assists. Yeah. So I think he struggled with consistency. Like he scores in bursts until this season. So we'll see like what he's able to do. But with Lavoie, like the others are going to need an upgrade ahead of him and not going to be able to put a lot of pressure on him to perform. Otherwise, I don't think they're going to get much from him. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw him move from maybe they get something like a Clem Carson in return. Kind of switching, yeah. whatever it may be, right? Fit for a fit. Um, just back. Sorry, I'd we like moved, to see. Moved, yeah, but we have signed Marukov for a reason. There is a whole lot of left-handed defensemen that that's were ahead of them, right? And yeah. that's not the situation with Lavoie. That is true. They and you wouldn't. And yeah. as a as a team that's like t- drafted them and, and cultivated them from from the word go, 
you're not just going to move on to him for another guy that, yeah, because he hasn't even had an opportunity in the league yet. I guess the fit for the fit would be a right winger for the Oilers, so it doesn't add up as much. Yeah, it's, he, it's he, similar right in some shot, ways, like, but if they want just more established player, even if it is just see, and, I, and I think yeah, I think you start the season with what with like a Lavoie, see what he is. And if you have to make an in-season in move, then you do that. And not going in on LTIR, you get guys that reduce contracts all of a sudden, right? You don't yeah. try and fit his whole $5 million under the cap. It's just what's left on the contract for that year. I have another name that isn't on Frank's list yet. Dennis Gurionov. Because he's going to be an RFA, but they're going to more than likely not qualify him. He, had, he only had five goals last season, but... When he went to the Stanley Cup Finals with Dallas, he had 17 points in 27 games and had a 20 goal season. He's a, he's a right winger, left right winger that right. shoots left. Yeah. Uh, former first round pick in 2015. Last year played in Montreal. We played 23 games so last year. Mm-hmm. Wait, wouldn't you consider that to be like a scratch oh, ticket? Uh, no, sorry, 68 games yes. total. I see that trade there. Oh yeah, I was just yeah, it's a scratch time. ticket. Like I just, it won't be a European scratch ticket, but there's going to be some UFA. Because like if you look at tickets, if you will. So the last game the Oilers played, I'm over at Daily Faceoff right now. Brock's line combos. The right side in the last game was Hyman up top. He's not going anywhere. Yamo, Derek Ryan, Matthias Yanmark. So to me, there are three spots there realistically that the Oilers need to handle. Well, Yanmark's going to be here. Ryan's going to be here. Think, you think Yanmark's going to be here? Yes. Says who? <laughs> Interesting. (laughs) Take that as you wish, people. That's Uh, interesting. As as the Flyers uh, writers would say, watch Edmonton. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah, it's caught a heart. What's amazing that um, U.S. writers, bloggers, whatever, what they're quickly realizing this summer, quicker than normal, I think, is that if you come up with a rumor about a Canadian team, that's some easy page views right there, regardless of whether it makes 100%. sense or not. It's like, yeah. watch Edmonton on all this Carter Hart thing, and then everybody from Edmonton is like, really? And then I'm looking, I'm like, no. I, You're not going to get rid of Campbell. Stu's already here. How does it, how does, well, it, doesn't none of it make just makes sense. It just none doesn't make sense. Was like Zero. Why not? I mean, how are you going to get you rid need, of Campbell? You would need Campbell going back the other way? Yeah. Also, the funny part is people saying, oh, well, what if we just trade Stuart Skinner for Carter Hart as well? I said, that. I'm like, yeah, what? That was not a good idea. Like, I don't know. I like, I, I, it's very wild. And if it did happen, but I don't think it's like an idea that should be just pushed aside so quickly. Where he's an RFA right after next season. After right? next season. So yeah. His contract's going to probably almost double. Yeah. So that he you just pay, under, he's just under five right now. Uh, 3.9. 3.9. So double. What's that? Eight million. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's. Like, I think the others would be like low on the peg in order to acquire him, but it's not something I would just like push out of the way. Like if you have an opportunity to honestly get out of Jack Campbell's contract, and but get how do some, you bring in? How do you bring in free agents next time when you trade? You just you brought in a big free agent and you traded him the next year. Vegas do it all the time, and they got Petrangelo as a free agent. Like I just don't. I think it's something that happens probably a little bit more often than we really look into. And I think hmm. Vegas probably has a bit of a bit of an upper hand on us. Why? Yes. <laughs> because it's Vegas. <laughs> but we have a casino in, in the arena. Multiple casinos. They're everywhere. Yeah. Casino in the arena should be a sports book, by the way. 
Sets you that would be great if it was a sports book. So dumb, it's not. Yeah, that would be sick. But I don't know. Like it's a small casino. Terrible. Just wall to wall screens. I went there for the first time during the playoffs. It was interesting. Yes. I went to the West Evans Mall Casino. Yeah, I didn't know they had a casino. It's amazing. Yeah, like, amazing little place. Better. Huh. Yeah, I'll check so, it out. I don't know. I don't think Carter Hart's coming to Edmonton, but if I, I God, think no. it's more likely. Like, I just I can't see any path down there. I hey, since the Ekholm trade, I believe everything. Like, I believe that Ken Holland. <laughs> Anything's can, possible, is what you're saying. Yeah, like I, I have more belief in Ken Holland now than I ever have. So then, before. if we're doing that, if we're going down that road, and we want to believe that Ken Holland can pull off the impossible, I'm looking at a wide open right side and a Tom Wilson that I want. Yes, I, Tom Wilson would be awesome too. Him or Travis Konechny, yeah, would be phenomenal. I, I would have Wilson. them both. But isn't Connect? Didn't we talk about this before? Isn't Konechny like Yamo size? And I don't care if he has a big engine. That's cool. Like I like that still, but. Tom Wilson's just like they're, they're different hilarious. players for sure. Tom and, Wilson would be fantastic. Is he available? I have no idea. I think <laughs> but I want him. Everybody in Washington should be available. I agree with that. Anyway, if you're listening to this Owen Radio podcast, Twitter and Instagram, I want to hear who's your ideal trade target. Pick someone on Frank's list. You could pick Tom Wilson because I'm right. Right? Of course. Was thoughts. I was just thinking, like, what is, what does Vegas's bright side look like? Like, what are the other teams right now competing for the cup? Like, I mean, Florida. Like, what what does their right side look like compared to ours? Like, if we get, to get an example of what a right side should look like, I know what ours is bleak, but like, look like our left side. Vegas's Denver. right side is Jonathan Marchessault, okay, Mark Stone, Mike Amadio, and Keegan Colasa. Not too bad. The like, thing that annoys me about Vegas was is the Oilers should be in the Stanley Cup Finals. One hundred percent. It's I don't even want to talk about them. I think I just like had to watch some of this just sitting at work and stuff like that. Um if there's one thing that makes me feel better, it's that the officiating is still absolutely oh, it's awful. horrendous. Yes. It's How embarrassing. About- and you it's very hard to watch and not think that the officials or the league or whatever that is pro Vegas. It's also, so pro Vegas, it's stupid. What's I, interesting is we complain about the refs all the time. We always have. But this year, specifically in the playoffs, I feel like it's been a way bigger story just amongst hockey fans in general. Like it's obvious. It's and I still don't think they're trying to push Vegas to win. They might want Vegas to win from within and because of whatever. But uh, I just watch. It's terrible. The officiating is terrible. Did that statistic also come out like Vegas has like the highest PDO or something? Their PDO, whatever that means. Sorry to bring, bring up Vegas again. EDO just means essentially it's a combination of your shooting percentage and your save percentage. Oh, it's essentially hockey's version of luck. Huh. <laughs> and theirs is, so, if I'm remembering the stat correctly, it's the overall. highest since the Bruins in 2011. Wow. Yeah, it's 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 high. And that was Tim Thomas was out of his fucking mind. That, yes. that run. So anyway, damn it, LB. I'm blaming him now. I know. If he hadn't got hurt, <laughs> Aiden Hill comes and plays out of his mind. What the fuck? Anyway, we're moving on. Good? Good. Of course. Uh, the other big news that happened today. We're going to plug here, probably. Shout out to Star Mechanical. Star Mechanical is one of Edmonton's locally owned and operated plumbing and heating businesses. They've been working in the community for over 20 years. Many of the homes built in Edmonton over the last two decades have had their plumbing and heating and systems installed by Star Mechanical. Organic ad read. Organic ad read. It was a good ad read. Very good ad. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, the news that happened today: sign and trade. 
Alamba's getting some work done. Mm-hmm. We touched on a little bit in the trade targets talk. Damon Severson signed an eight-year contract. Gets flipped for a third-round pick. Going to the Blue Jackets. All of a sudden, their top four in Columbus is looking real good on the back end, Liam. Yeah, so right now it's looking like it's Wierenski, Severson, Ivan Provorov, and it, Daily Faceoff has Andrew Peak there right now. Your check is there as well. Yeah, your check will be there. And then we listed all the other ones. We'll see. Like I would imagine they probably start with Peak in that spot and work your mm-hmm. check into it. But it's uh it's looking promising if they can get a goaltender with the third overall pick, they may flip. Still gotta score some goals. They got some goal scorers, though, if they stay healthy. Gaudreau, obviously. Line A, Ken Johnson can score. I would imagine scored for how long? Didn't he have th- a few goals last season? Let's have a look. Goudreau, how good did he look last year? He was good last year. He's a point per game player, right? Oh, <laughs> probably. Definitely wasn't the Goudreau from the year before. No, he wasn't. But they they got some holes to fill, what? of course. But I think they should flip the third overall pick. Well, I was also going to say that this is a Columbus team that too. turned Corpusalo and I can't. I'm trying to think of Gavrikov. Gavrikov. Gavrikov into uh, you know. NHL caliber goalies. Carpasalo wasn't that anything to write home about with LA. I wonder where he's going to end up. Is he not a free agent? Yep. Yes. Yes. I said that to Tyler the other day that LA is in link to all these goalies and they're just kind of forgetting that Corpasalo was was very good for for them. Yeah. The others just found his weak spot in the last couple of games there. But besides that, he was the reason they were pretty much in the series. I I don't know. I guess I I feel like if if you're LA and you're a team and you went out and got Corpasalo, Mm-hmm. And that's all he got you was a one last game. Yeah. But they signed round. Gavrikov. Yeah. No. And Gavrikov, I think it is a different story. Like Gavrikov was their best defenseman by far of their whole team. Yeah. Oilers that's probably fair. So I just, I, I don't know. Like I, I think I see, I understand from LA's perspective, like mm-hmm. you went out and got Corpus Allo and he wasn't able to put you over the hump. So maybe you need to go even further and get a hella buck or something. Uh, and the thing is too, they're getting linked with like, Hellebuck, ha, yeah, help so, us so if, Soros. Yeah. Three guys who could, if they've not already won a Vesna, could win a Vesna one day. With that, with that LA Kings team and system in front of them, too. It's, mm. Yeah. I don't know. They're an old team, though. LA? They're best. They're, some of their better players are old. Yeah. Their yeah. skill guys. Their skill is. Kopitar is like definitely. in the playoffs in the first round. Doughty wasn't. Doughty wasn't Doughty. Doughty was a liability. But Doughty hasn't been Doughty for years. We remember Doughty as like the Team Canada Doughty. Yep, yeah. The best defense. He is where he is. I mean, that's just the way the careers go. Kopitar had a fantastic year in LA. I almost wonder if he's due to regress a little bit. Yep. I don't know. I think Whatever. he just quietly goes about his business that you kind of just don't even think about mm-hmm. it. So it's they, not to, like you look at that LA Kings team and I, I feel like if you put them into the Florida Panthers trajectory, they're going to make some noise too. Like that, that's that build of a team where it's not a, there's just, mm. there's not a, a top line front end talent. I guess Barkov is, is the corporate Kopitar of the, of the LA comparison. That Matt Kachuk guy is pretty good. Yeah, I suppose that's true too. <laughs> Victor Arvidsson, I guess. Kopitar is a free agent next summer. Their goalie was down yeah. in their head for a bit too, though. Speaking of Mac Chuck, Florida got on the board last night. I didn't watch it. I was watching the new season of Alone, Dan. I saw they're uh, in northern Saskatchewan this year. Really? Yeah. Also wasn't huh. watching it, but I saw that hit on Kachuk. What'd you think? I uh, of what? What like the hit? Oh, I thought it was completely fine. I, I mean know, I was surprised that he was hurt, but one hit yeah, I was surprised he was hurt. One hit that 
I don't think is getting talked about enough was the fact that Barbashev just absolutely nailed Gudis in the head. And it's just been brushed over. Yeah. But there was the Jack Eichel one and everyone, it was obviously a massive hit. Yeah. Two stars, mm-hmm. but Gudis almost missed the game because of it. And it's just been like the, the Eichel hit. Oh, the reverse hit. On Barbashev. Yeah. On Barbashev. But I but I yeah. feel like that was that was more Rad, Radko's fault than Barbashev's. Like he came in, he came in looking for something. He was coming in that hot looking yeah, for something. Maybe. And Barbashev just kind of leaned forward. I like I get what you're saying. Yeah. And and especially in a league where they're talking about head injuries and all that kind of stuff. And and you've got now you've got Kachuk, Kachuk who looked woozy somewhat, mm. I would say. And then for sure Gudas had had headed had a head injury there at some point. This game is so fast and they're yep. so big yeah. out there that we need to stop looking at hits by frame by frame. If dude is everything tucked in, yep. and you make contact with him just because you're a little bit you're a little bit taller and you hit him in the head, I'm so, like, there's nothing you can do. I call that the Vinny DeHarnay conundrum. Vinny DeHarnay, yeah, I mean, there's I, yeah. I've, How many penalties did that dude get for hitting someone in the head just because he's nine feet tall? He's got everything. Yeah. You got everything tucked in and you're not like kicking anything out. Just trying to move his arm back. It's yeah, you, I, like you can't not make the hit. If you yeah. want to hit somebody in the head, I recommend you watch UFC 289. That's coming up <laughs> tomorrow. UFC is back in Canada for the first time in four years. Yes, last time we yeah. were in Edmonton. We've got six Canadians on the card. Liam, I know you're excited about it. Mm. Big UFC guy. Yes, Oliveira will be excellent to watch in the co-main event, and then Nunez versus. I'll, uh, what's the other Aldana? name? Aldana. Yeah. Aldana. Yeah. Nunez is always good to put one. Yeah, it was supposed to be a different pe- Penna, I believe her name was, but she got injured. Dustin no, Penner? No, no, no. Penna. P A P E. What a career change for Dustin Penner. Yeah. In the um, Octagon in Vancouver tonight, UFC, or tomorrow, UFC well, 289. to go into the UFC. That is true. Yeah. yeah. We, we, uh, we scheduled him for a fight on Oilers Nation every day. Yeah. I just said he's going to stand on the cage and he's going to be swatting at you from six feet away because his arms are so um, long. Do that. You know, I remember when they were, uh, it was in Edmonton and uh, a few of the Oilers were there, Connor McDavid and whatnot. They got a nice, is that the nice cheer? Is that the video that goes around all the time of McDavid in like the plan? Yes. 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 Okay. I know exactly what that so, was. Also yeah, a shout out to Mike Malott is mm-hmm. on the card tomorrow night. He has been doing a media tour around the nation network. He was on dropping the gloves. He was on Leafs morning take. So we'll be cheering for Mike Malott tomorrow night in Vancouver. Again, UFC 289. Get the pay-per-view, everybody. Get the pay-per-view. Liam, I was talking to you uh, earlier this week about uh, Patty the Batty. And you said you're not a fan of him. Patty the Batty. Yeah. No, he's very overrated. Everyone Why? just thinks because he's from the UK that he's Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor is beating the shit out of like ranked fighters in his fourth or fifth fight in the UFC. And Paddy the Batty is like getting judges' decisions when he shouldn't have even won. But is he not getting his attention from his personality more than his That's what voice? I always yeah. thought. But I'm not a UFC guy. Yeah, yeah but people people always have that comparison of when like yeah, he's an outspoken right. guy with yes. an accent comes through. He's like, oh, Conor McGregor. So like, you no, are kind of like Conor. Ever. You're kind of like Conor McGregor, but for us. I am essentially, yes, Conor McGregor. Outspoken <laughs> Englishman. <laughs> yes. I, know Conor McGregor I remember there was that one clip of him just like pulling out a piece of pizza. Patty Patty Patty? Yeah, after a fight, he he pizza, I can finally yeah. eat this. Yeah, that's true. What does love Greg always just chirping people's wives? Yes, yeah, he was on a different level. He still is on a different level. Uh, <laughs> kind of miss watching Conor McGregor. Oh, fight, same. It's always a great time. Hey, are you watching the? Are you watching the show on Netflix? I know uh, what you're talking show. about. The Conor McGregor docuseries. 
No, because I've I've been having difficulties with Netflix recently. Hmm. Oh, Since they sharing passwords. Nah, now we see what's going on over here. No, here's the thing. Sharing passwords at the Castle Horgan. So we can afford three weeks of vacation at once. <laughs> okay, that would make sense. So, so I pay for the Netflix, <laughs> but he's under my mom's email. So my sister, who still lives with my parents, always goes on and like just logs into my mom's email and just changes the household to hers. But I don't have the password to my mom's email, so I can never change it. So it just got to the point now where I just don't watch Netflix and I essentially just pay for my sister to watch it. So I'm just so tired of getting it changed. So I might just cancel it. Sorry, Jody. Ouch. Yeah, cold. Well, yeah. I, I don't think you have to apologize. I think you just stop paying it. And then it's, it's your money. You don't, yeah. you don't, I think you just got to get the password to your Netflix account and then just make the little swapsies and log everyone out. There's an option in there. Yeah. I should really just stop paying and just put it under my own email. Oh, I mean, know, that would just, be the first that, recommendation. Yeah, that's yeah. Probably good cancel right the Netflix now. and put that yeah, money towards right. the pay-per-view. Hmm? You're, you're well, running the risk. Of watch the pay-per-view. Or, and I'll just pay for the pay-per-view through all the Bud Lights I drink. <laughs> or just log in, log in to your computer now and get it, get the account shut down. Mm-hmm. Or I'm working. My you, laptop can barely open four taps at a time. Yeah, I was going to pull it over to see that Russian name he was trying to say. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to touch well, anything. Yeah, it's going to stop recording or something. Tyler's going to be mad at me. Oh, it's an absolute disaster. This thing. Speaking of which, uh, before we move on here, Liam, do we have any update from the mascot Hall of Fame? I'm going <laughs> to. So I've been in communication with the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. This is very exciting. Uh, Joby, I believe, is the person I've been speaking with gonna try and get them on next friday yes that is the plan to get them on and we'll discuss what are they gonna do for for a punter i don't know yeah we're gonna find out hopefully next friday i oh, think I we just, this is gonna be part of like the underground conversation we're gonna have like the bribing going on over uh, live on, on, 100%. on obviously we're gonna be bullying them into getting punter yeah i know it's the mascot hall of fame and so i think they'd have to pull some strings but i feel like they could do it so anybody listening to this podcast if you want a mascot to be interviewed during that interview just ask us now and we'll we'll ask them to do it and they'll they'll let us know. Mascots are generally very outspoken. Yes. <laughs> It'd be a great interview. interview. Yeah. So well uh we'll get something great. Maybe they'll give us tickets to uh the the induction ceremony. We just gotta fly to Ohio. I, I, I travel. It's all I, I, I podcast from the it, isn't it Il- Iowa. Illinois. Iowa. Oh Iowa. Not Iowa. Iowa. I thought it was by Chicago. But you let's look it up. According to you last week, sitting right over there. Was Iowa? Well, to be honest, Rick, I can barely name. say names some days on the <laughs> show. So, I don't who's, your, who's your favorite mascot? My favorite mascot, yeah. Hunter. <laughs> it's in Indiana, Whiting, Indiana. Oh, so we were all wrong. Oh, I think it's not Revi. Isn't that on the same Great Lake as Chicago? I think. Yeah, the Great Lakes big enough. Surely yeah. it comes a couple of states. <laughs> yeah, I imagine so. it comes a couple of provinces in there too. This basically what we're saying is this mascot Hall of Fame could be anywhere. We'll just do our live episode from the boat. Thankfully, mm. AMA Travel will get us there. No matter what. Boys? Yes? Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I've got five questions for Ask the Idiots this week. Busy week for Ask the Idiots. But thankfully, we all fueled up with some Wilhock beef jerky before the segment. We are going to be ready to go. If you have not ever had Wilhock beef jerky, first of all, shame on you. Second, you've got some homework for this weekend. Go to any of the locations. Even have a kiosk in West Ed was. It's fantastic. Get yourself some Wilhock beef jerky. Fuel up for the weekend. It's going to be hot as balls outside. You need to make sure that you are properly fueled up. And Wilhock beef jerky is that fuel. Now, boys, ask the idiots. Five questions. A little bit of shenanigans. A little bit of hockey. Got a nice mix this week. Liam, I'm starting with you. You are to the right of me. Yep. Everybody think about this now because this one's got some thought to go into it. I hate it when I have to go first on these ones. Euler, the Edmonton Oilers organization is now being run by Oilers Nation staff. <laughs> wow. What a change of event. We are running the OEG. Okay. All right. Sounds like a, sounds like a smart Thank decision. You, Who is in what position? So Landon, this comes in from Landon. We all know her. We need a POHO, a GM, an assistant GM and a coach. You got four spots. Hmm. We need four names. Okay, so a po. Uh, what was the highest ranked? Poho. I'll give that one to Jay. Considering he does run Makes several sense. companies. Yep. Yeah. Then what was the next one after that? GM. GM. I'll do it. I will be the GM. Okay, and who's your AGM? Uh, ironically, I will make it Tyler. Because hmm. I mostly work beside him on everything. And then what's under that one? You need a coach. Rick. I like for it. sure. <laughs> All right. And then what else is there? That's it. All right. There you go. It's there you go. Coaches, everyone else. So Jay, Poho, GM Liam, yeah. named himself Liam, uh, named himself GM. I respect it. Tyler is your AGM and Rick is the coach. Rick's up next. Who's your Poho? I hate to stick with your answer here, but I'm a guy who was about experience and uh, there's only one person I understand who has experience running a company of this mm-hmm. size. So it has to be Jay. Okay. GM? I'm, I'm gonna go against along the same steps as uh young Liam here. I'm gonna take the spot myself. Yep. <laughs> BM's gonna be my backup. Thank you. And then the coach, your M Chuck. Oh, oh coach Tyler. <laughs> Dan, you've been thinking. I can see you. You're I deep haven't. in thought. The OEG is now being run by Oilers Nation staff. Who is your poho? Maddie, uh marketing Maddie's and Charlie's the organized hockey operations now. Yep, she's very organized. Uh our general manager is going to be Zach. Zach is going to get the general manager position. Okay. Bring in a little bit of edge and a little bit of analytics there. Mm-hmm. Uh backing up Zach is going to be Waz because I think with them working together would be it's just, you know, fire and ice. You put it together and they they counteract each other. Yeah, they yeah, so. each other. It's good. 
And uh, head coach, I'm going to give it to myself because I'm Mr. Positivity. Yep. A little positivity. Was you're next up. Who's your president of hockey operations? That's got to be Jay. Experience, leadership. You're all sucking up. Easily, okay, go ahead. Easily. Who's I mean, who else? Uh, we are, uh, <laughs> oh, could, could, be Come on could be Wanye. Could be Wanye. Save him. I'll save him. Uh, what's the next one? Your GM. GM, I will go with uh, Tyler Ramchick. I'm sorry. Boring answer. But for the AGM, I'll go with Coomzy. Give Coomzy a little bit of yep. love. Coomzy likes so to dive into the analytics. Very well spoken. Very well spoken. Mm-hmm. And who's your coach, Waz? Uh, Wanye, easily. I think he'd coach give Wanye. great motivational speeches. I see Wanye in the Daryl Cates position, but that wasn't part of the question. Yeah, well, we didn't get up to owner. Hanging uh, out in out. Well, honestly, if you bring uh, <laughs> Wanye in as GM, he brings back Reed Schaefer and Nail Yakupov. Mm-hmm. So... At what cost? Exactly. <laughs> so if I could, I, I will put actually Wanye as GM and Tyler as coach. I'm going off the board for my president of hockey ops. I'm going with the warden. Oh, good call. <laughs> if you don't know who the warden is, that's good call. Carmen runs oh. the building we're in. Yes. She oversees all logistics for the building we're in. And I feel like she doesn't take any shit. Definitely does not. It's true. So the warden is my polo. <laughs> General manager, I'm going to say Tyler because he loves this kind of shit. He knows more about random players. He knew every mascot off the dome last week. That was weird. That was, yeah, that weird. Was, that yeah. was very strange. Tyler is the GM. Are we just being a team of mascots then if Tyler's the GM? He knows, probably. He's just, he's just like me. He's played threes online in NHL. You yeah. play all the mascots. Fair knows. enough. AGM, I'm going to make... I like Coomzy. I like him in there. He's analytical. He knows a little bit about the cap. Well-spoken. He's smart. He can go down to Bakersfield, watch the Condors. He's got the flowery shirts already. He's made for Cali. True. And the coach is me because I don't take no shit. I'm going to yell at everyone. It's true. It'd be old school, and then I'm going to get fired for it. <laughs> <laughs> Next question, we're reversing the order. Waz, we're starting with you. Okay. Favorite vacation spot you have ever visited or that you want to visit? Uh, favorite vacation spot for me, it's going to be San Diego. San Diego. San Diego. Been there twice. I would love to if they had an NHL team. Mm. And the one place I'd love to visit is uh, Mallorca in Spain. Mm. Very, Very specific. Random. Yes. I like it. But it's beautiful. Dan, best place you've ever been. Where do you want to go? Best place I've ever been is Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. The city I just always have, always will. Uh, Las Vegas is my favorite place to visit. I've been there over 20 times in my life, and I'll probably be there more, 100 more times before I die. It's hard to have a bad time in Vegas. Mm. Well, you can, but that's your own fault. I guarantee it. Or you stayed up past 2 a.m. Rick, where's the favorite spot you've ever been, and where do you want to go? Well, I would have said Vegas, but I can do like three days in Vegas. I can also do the, for the same price tag, I can do a full week in Mexico. So yeah. I'm going down to Cancun. That's, uh, That's always I a see. good time mm-hmm. there. And then going somewhere, but the, like Thailand, Bali, that area and the Maldives look really fucking awesome. Liam, where well, you my, been? Where you want to go? My least favorite is Drumhella. I'll just put that one out there. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. I, my, Not a fan of the Hooters. Oh, is that a recent trip you took? Or? That was last year. I thought you were coming up with a new one, though. Aren't you doing a new trip this year? Yeah, one of my okay, three I got vacation. Real, oh, no, I thought you were going to Drumheller, though. Absolutely. I would oh, never okay. go Do they have Drumheller in the UK? But thankfully, no. They have Edmonton in England. Anyways, my <laughs> favorite place. I honestly, I love going to Vancouver. I think it's just a very it's fun, cool place. It's very unique. 
so Vancouver is my favorite place to go. And one place I would love to visit one day would be Tokyo. Ooh. I think that'd be cool. Like Tokyo would, Drift. That's yes. why, yeah. That's the only reason. Yep. yep. That's what it's known you for. You can do like those uh, full-size Mario Kart cars in Tokyo. You really? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I just throw up bananas over my shoulder the whole exactly. time. You got an endless supply. You, you know what's the one craziest thing I already can do there, though? Mm. I, my my buddy did it. You can have chicken sashimi. Uh, nope. So if you kill the chicken, nope. if you're if you're eating the chicken what's within sashimi? like forty five minutes of killing it, nope. the bacteria can't grow yet. Sense, yeah. You can get it's it. Raw chicken. Still a mental. Oh, still a mental. Thing. Wow. It's still I a mental. I understand. Like, oh. I've seen it. I, I understand it, but mentally, I'm roadblock. That would be. Yeah, I'm out on that. But like the texture would be can't be much different than the sushi. No, it has to be. It has uh, to be. Like if you like, got a chicken breast, even if like you're like, yeah. you know. Yeah, but if you just think like sand, chewy but not chewy, but oh anyways, same, like, if you tried sashimi, chicken sashimi, let us know. Oh yeah. Yeah, if you've absolutely I want to hear from you if you've yes. tried chicken sashimi. Describe it to me in three words. Gooey? No, not you. Right? <laughs> uh, my favorite place I've ever been. I spent a lot of time in Thailand, so I'll just take probably close to two years in total I've spent there. So that's my favorite. Where do I want to go? I love the answer of Tokyo. Mm. Japan is huge mm. on my list of places that I want to go. I've been to the airport in Tokyo. Oh. Arguably... A weird trip to choose. <laughs> yep. Speaking of sashimi, probably the best sushi I've ever had was in the airport in Tokyo. Have you been to the Singapore airport? I have, yeah. Is it that's the crazy one, right? Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's very futuristic. Is there a zoo in there? Or is that a different? Oh, one? Uh, there's a zoo in an airport. Yeah, there's like a jungle, jungle in like, there. It's like a full. Like, Did they have like? Forest. Was there like a zoo? And they're like, there's we're not moving when the airport. Like, like, we got. We're just gonna build around you. <laughs> yeah. You see a meme or the the meme that comes up where it's like, this is the future, but it could have been if it's like this because it's got like trees growing in it. They've got trains running through it. It's a whole Jesus. Yeah, it's, it's wild. like a rainforest. The Singapore airport. I have been there. It is wild. I did not see the zoo, but I did see like a forest in there. Next question. I'm coming right in the middle. I'm at Nation. Dan, you're up first. This is going back to the others. Should we save assets and hold off on an off-season trade so that we can make an Ekholm-like deal at the deadline? No. You shouldn't wait for a trade if you have something on the table, but you'd enjoy the Ekholm transaction and I could see the value in leaving some of your cap space there to be able to make that kind of a transaction. Rick, what do you got? Yes, because we saw it last year at the deadline. Everybody was losing their mind because Ken Holland wasn't making a trade and they're flipping out. Toronto made 13 trades on a Tuesday and Holland had did nothing. <laughs> and then right at the end, Holland made his move and got the props, one of the best deals at the deadline. Was well, you waiting for, are you doing an off season trade? Or are you wait until the deadline? I'll probably wait until the deadline. And I hate to say that because that makes for a very boring summer here in Edmonton, but you know, it's what's best for the team. And I think this team is good enough to honestly do well enough in the regular season. Like it's not like it's going to hinder us if we don't make a move in the off season. Like we're still going to be a strong team. So, Liam, Liam, what are you doing? I think if the trades end now, you make the trade now. You still got a first round pick to probably play with at the deadline anyway. Move it out. I think it's just easier to move it at the at the deadline. I think so too. Because like other teams will probably you can see who's out. Because right now everybody's still in Kool Aid season. Right now everybody thinks well, that they're going to be able to do something. And that's know? the thing too. Like with the Predators, the whole yeah. season they probably wouldn't have been able to make that transaction until. It yeah, was you're not getting Matias at home last summer. Yep. Uh, for me, I think that they're going to do both. I think they'll make a minor trade or two in the off season, and then they'll keep their kind of like their powder dry to quote low tide until the trade deadline. Uh, I found the airport zoo, by the way. Go ahead. I believe it's Bangkok, funnily enough. <laughs> um, it is called the... Bangkok has a... I've been to that airport a million times. Sukhothai Airport. 
has a zoo in it? Yeah, apparently 12, 12 exhibits, including giraffes, zebras, along with a primate exhibit. That is fascinating because, like I said, I've been in that airport a bunch of times. It's oh, that. To be fair, though, it is huge. Yeah, it looks like the it does. It's not like an indoor zoo. This is outdoor, but it has more than one hundred species. <laughs> there you go. All right, this is a weird question from our friend Dangerous Wade. Liam, I'm coming at you first. It's going to take some thought. It's going to take some consideration. It's going to take some knowledge about your own skills. Are you ready? I will not be ready, but <laughs> scientists have decided to clone you and create an army. The catch is they're all three feet tall. How many of the three feet tall yous do you think you could handle at one time in hand to hand combat? <laughs> I like the idea wow. of a bunch well, of adorable little Liam's running around everywhere. I think how many, how many were they? How many do you think you can handle? How many, how many can you fight? <clears throat> how many do you think it takes to well, take down one big Liam? As soon as they start climbing up me, that's when I'll be done. I think, mm. I, think I feel like at the sight of yourself, three feet tall, <laughs> you burst out laughing and you'd be rolling on the ground and they'd win. But to my advantage, I have been kicking a lot. I've been kicking huh? my whole life. So mm. that'd be right in my range. I'm pretty good at a good half volley. So I think I could take out a few of them. I'll say I can take out probably 50. However, my stamina is low and I could not go much further than that. <laughs> Rick, how many three feet Ricks are you handling? It's gonna need, you're going to need triple digits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. Dan? I think if you had asked me this question four years ago when I was 450 pounds, I'd be having a different answer. But I'm going to say my number is pretty high now. I'd say I could take a thousand of myself. I have some long limbs, so it's going to take a while to get closer. <laughs> I, I got some anger I and I haven't unleashed the, the rage beast in a few years. So, you know, look out little Dan's was. How many little wazes are you handling? Currently, currently Googling three foot tall. Like see what people look like when they're three. Foot. How tall are you was? I'm like five, nine. Yeah, this so tall. Yeah. Off your size. Okay. That's what I was tall. thinking. Right. Like um, it's about the size of that mic that you. Oh, I don't know. This wazes. is a tough one. I feel like eventually I'd, I'd lose like stamina. And then oh, you yeah, start it's... like, just, I start crumbling. Eventually, you do lose. Yeah, that's the yeah, point of this. Yeah, but but before like, you lose, how many are you taking down? Um, how many little wazes have you murdered? I'll go with 12. Mm. Only 12, eh? Kill 12 birds a day. Well, I mean, that's just. Waz killed the bird outside today. Allegedly, so. in my opinion, he was doing some business outside the office today. That's just part of the lifestyle. <laughs> you don't know Waz kills birds, allegedly, in my opinion. Can I do this like on a TikTok live? Good news. Birds aren't real, they're all robots. Uh, got it. Sure. How many. Mini bag milks can I handle? Listen, I'm full of rage. I'm like the Hulk. I'm angry all the time. So I feel like two, three hundred of these little fuckers are going down before they finally get to me. I'm going to be swinging. I'm going to be grabbing them by the legs and using myself as a weapon. Yep. Whole thing. Last question before we get to another edition of Kennedy's podcast game. She's standing next to me. Uh, Was real quick. Yep. Best summer activity that is not at all sports related. Best summer activity that's not sports related. Oh, that's that's a tough one to answer because I no, mean, it's not. It's not. Shit. <laughs> drinking? Yeah. Yeah. We'll go drinking. Uh, sitting by the fire. A little campfire. Yeah. Love that. Rick? It's drinking on a patio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm doubling down on that, drinking on a patio. Yeah. Uh, I like to read outside in the summers. Oh. So that's my favorite lovely. activity. But I read sports books only. Oh, well, that doesn't count. Walking in the River Valley count as a sports activity. Well, it is an like, Olympic sport. So yeah. Yeah. I would yeah say. So it's tough. Yeah. I do like taking my dog out for long walks in the summer. That's lovely. Yogging. Mm, soft J. J is silent. Yep. Yeah. Hogging. Standing beside me. 
Kennedy, our graphic designer, she is back with another edition of her game where she picks up a random quote from the podcast from over the winter. Okay, so. And we well, have to guess who said it. Well, let's get your phone out. You got to make this notes. segment is called Kennedy's Podcast Trash. Okay. So what we're doing here, Waz, is she's going to read out a quote and you're probably not going to be involved in these, but what's going to be interesting is you have to guess who said the quote. And at the end, we're going to confirm who think who we think says what. Or is that, how did we do it last time? Yeah, that we was did it. it. Big reveal at the end. We are, we, all right. says number one, we all say who we thought it was, but we just save it for the end. All right. And without further ado, Kennedy is here with the quotes. Hello. And Tyler's uh, a part of this, right? Tyler is a part of it. Right. There's also a twofer because uh, I'm not going to. Ooh, sure. I like this. Yeah. Wait, two people in one answer? There's like, no. So it's uh, yeah, it's two. two. Oh, so, it, so it's okay, not okay. elimination. Here we go. I'm trying to get a mic in front of me. I feel like I'm back in high school. I'm like <laughs> presenting in front of the class. Well, we're all listening. <laughs> okay, ready? Here, first one. Okay. <laughs> if the Oilers lost the draft lottery and drafted Jack Eichel, I would have started performing cannibalism. <laughs> Wait, hold on. What the fuck? Oh, you're trying to figure out who the quotes are. Yeah, no, no, no. Just hold on. Yeah. If the Oilers lost the draft lottery and drafted Jack Eichel instead, I would have started performing cannibalism. It's probably fair. <laughs> Accurate yeah. response. Okay. Yeah. Second one. What does mid even mean? Like down the middle? Sorry that I'm not down with the kids anymore. Anymore. <laughs> okay. So they were a kid at okay. one time. Got it. <laughs> the third one, you got to play like you have Mike Smith behind you and you're getting yelled at if you mess up. <laughs> I always do this where I'm picking them for myself and I definitely didn't say them. It's so. bad that I think all of them yeah. are me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I said very BM esque. Um, okay. Fourth one. Uh, I got to give my heart for. I got to give my hot performer to Stuart Skinner and his fat mustache. Uh, <laughs> yeah. PH, of course. Um, the fifth one. Do the Oilers have a team thickness problem? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I don't think I'm doing very well. Okay. Already the last one. Nashville has a lot of talent on their team, especially with the blue line with Yossi and Ekholm. But the Oilers should win this game comfortably. I don't know that is. I don't feel as confident as I did the last time. <laughs> Can you read number four again, please? Four? <laughs> yeah. I gotta give my hot performer to Stuart Skinner and his fat mustache. Okay, I'm gonna take a shot at this one. I love this game. <laughs> I love it because honestly. I think that four of them could have been me. Yeah, I got it. I don't feel like I said any of them. I've got you oh, down uh, for two. I can't listen to this in the car because I literally have to like, I'm like, I have to pause it. Just <laughs> it down. It's so funny. Was that one you posted of me, of me doing the growling? Yeah. All right, pair of Okay. Your Halloween costume. Yeah. Okay. Ready for answers? Yep. Wait, okay. do we? We're all going to go around and. Say who would say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, number one, can you read out the quote again, please? Okay, so the quote for number one is If the Oilers lost the draft lottery and drafted Jack Eichel, I would have started performing cannibalism. I think I was bag milk. I got bag milk. I also have bag milk. Bag milk. It has to be me. Yes. <laughs> it's a genuine response. Okay. Second one it was uh, What does mid even mean? Like down the middle? Sorry that I'm not down with the kids anymore. I think that one was me. I have Dan. 
I said Tyler. I, I, Tyler. I also think Dan. That was Liam. Yeah. Wow. I don't know any of these things. Like, what's the other one, Kennedy? Bushing? Bush? Bussing? Bussing? That bussing. Bussing. That was from Bushing. Big that Brother. boy is bussing. Bushing. Bussing. He's bushing. Bussing my mom. Uh, oh, okay. Here we go. Number okay. three. Third one was you got to play like you have Mike Smith behind you and you're going to get yelled at if you mess up. I had Rick. I have Liam. Oh, I guess it was me. I wanted to Rick. I thought it was me. That was Dan. Yeah. yeah. Once, once two changed, I wanted yeah. to swap, but I can't. So I'm just going to stick with what I have here. Damn it. Okay. Fourth one. I got to give my hot performer to Stuart Skinner and his fat mustache. See, I thought that one was Dan. I have Tyler. I said Liam. Bagged milk. I also have Liam. That was Rick. Oh, Rick. <laughs> Accurate response. It's always good when you don't get your own. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good <laughs> <Yeah>. sign. <laughs> so now one today. This is not good. Alrighty, fifth one. Do the Oilers have a team thickness problem? I think bag milk. I have bag milk. I guess Tyler. I guess Tyler as well. Tyler. Yeah, it was Tyler. Ah, uh, that means oh I got the last one. I'm gonna go one for one or five. For five. <laughs> I got 100 percent last time, but I'm getting okay. Last one. Nashville has a lot of talent on their team, especially on the blue line with Yossi and Ekholm. But the Oilers should win this game comfortably. I sorry. <laughs> I had Rick. I had Tyler. I have me actually. I have Rick. Tyler. I think I remember the day. That was Liam. What? <laughs> wow. Jesus. <laughs> Only one. Age. What? What was it? You said Nashville has a lot of talent on their team, especially on the blue line with Yossi and Ekholm. But the Oilers should win this game comfortably. Actually, yeah, yeah, I can. The I, way you say comfortably, I thought that might give it away. Comfortably, but. honestly, yeah, yeah, you say it in a very distinct way. Damn it! How'd the scores do, everybody? I'm two for two for six. I got four two out of six. Four, four out of five. I think two out of five. What? One rate. What episode did I say that one in? I want to hear the context of it all. Because <laughs> at first it was like, when you can you read the first part of the quote again? Yeah, you said. Nashville has a lot of talent on their team, especially with the blue line on the blue line with Yossi and Ekholm. See right there. I thought we were just talking about how, how handsome they both were. Oh, so I oh. thought maybe, maybe that was bag milk because <laughs> I do like to say how handsome they are. <laughs> oh, got the all abs team, stuff like that. You're saying how good they are. And then we snake and we got Ekholm, so. <laughs> Suck it. Smashville. Excellent job by Kennedy yeah. on this one. This yeah. one was way harder. Way hard, Kennedy. That was excellent. I love that one. back into I love it. Sorry, you have to listen to our episodes. I think it's terrible. Did you try your other game yet? Has he has BM done your other game that you maybe do earlier? No, I'll do that after. Korea Path one. So if you follow along on the Others Nations Instagram. The crew are doing these little games where you have to guess career paths or where a player went. And I last week I was so bad. Like yeah. I can only imagine this is going to be another chapter uh, of the same story. There is only one when I looked at it that I knew immediately. The I other, got them all right. The other four. Well, you the, did. I don't. You got them all right. Much. Then I feel a little better. I only moved here in two thousand ten. Like I think I needed two. I had to ask for a, a clue, but I just needed one clue, and then I. I had a clue for the first four. <laughs> and I still didn't get them after that. I'm going to try and do it without a clue and just get real mad when I don't. When yeah, I like without a clue was not easy. I got a raging clue. A raging clue. Wow. 
Um, <laughs> I love South Park. Are you going to say something, Liam? Yeah, so the QMJHL has increased its punishments for fighting in hockey. <laughs> what daily, is the punishment? Daily face I've just released. So it says... There were four rules added and altered in this change on fighting. It says, number one, all players involved in fighting will receive a game misconduct. Okay. Number two, all players identified as the instigator of the fight will receive a one game suspension. And it says any player identified as the aggressor will get two games. And it says any player that gets into their secondary fight will receive one game addition as opposed to a third fight. Under the- incident analysis so from hockeyfights.com. Yeah, the incident, what's the difference between an instigator and the aggressor? It's, I don't know. There's, there's, there is in the QMJHL, if you, if you go above and beyond, like if you are punching a guy on the ice, that kind of thing, then you can be called the aggressor. Right. Mm. But, um, but yeah, so what it is essentially is it's, it's, it is a ban on fighting. Uh, they will be allowed to fight, but every time you ban, every time you fight, it's going to get worse. Your punishment is just going to get worse and worse and you're going to miss more and more games. So essentially see in, in, um, the CJHL, the way they do it is you can fight anytime you want, but you're immediately ejected from the game. Yeah. And that's so what it really eliminates include. fighting in general. I think the Crusaders had maybe like, three fights last yeah. season in 60 games so that will be included in this but on top of that is the liam gets into a fight in game one liam misses game two if liam then gets in a fight in game three liam will miss games four and five so it's not essentially completely Stack. eliminating yeah, it it's, it's just, just trying stacking. to i think that's Punishment. probably fair enough to be honest it's a way to it's a way to deter it without outright banning it yeah that's, i think that's a decent way to do it so, i say you let the children punch each other in the face the the trouble is, and the they're going to get to the NHL, and some kid yeah. from the Q is going to get into it with someone from the dub, and the kid from the dub is going to beat the shit out of him because the kid from the Q has never fucking <laughs> had to stand up for himself. I stupid, but the NCAA never fights. And now Peros is in charge of player safety. What a circle of events. <laughs> okay, so putting Peros in charge of player safety feels like that was a move years ago, and it was a brilliant move by the league to put him there because then literally everybody that says this about the department of player safety now has to say, well, it's a guy that was a fighter. So we've <laughs> got to have, you know, then that's, that's silly. So there's that issue. But then, I mean, for any league to come in and say that they want to ban fighting is fine. If you have a response as a league behind that to protect your players. And, and the reason fighting exists is to police this game. And, and so for me, to to say that but then to not as a league be able to to say that you're going to up your suspensions you're going to you're going to up the refereeing whatever it is to kind of fix it i i think rick's right i think that in three four years down the road you're going to see this affect the players but you won't see it before that and that's why it's going to kind of go out of the conversation and it'll be it'll be gone from our uh our lexicon and then you're going to have a uh, something come up where a qmjhl guy just gets dummied and it is what it is but you're right liam the NCAA doesn't have fighting in it and hasn't for forever. forever. So, yeah. so it's not necessarily completely true. You're yeah. going to have more Petrangelo 12 to six swings than anything else now. Good job. Yeah. Smart. Well, the NHL is just going to be better at punishing that. That's, I, that's on the NHL. It's barely yeah, their job hey, as it is right now. Let's I not agree. make it any harder for them. If a leak could deter its players from being dirty, it's it like it's just it's it's hilarious to me that they can that they can come up with the rules to fix and ban fighting, but we can't deter the dirtiness that fighting is in there. To it's try. so easy yeah. too. We've talked about it a million times. The answer is just get rid of the instigator, and a lot of this shit is going to go away. Yep. The players will please themselves. Yep. 
but always yeah. have. I, I like I, I get it from the QMJHL standpoint too. It's like people being upset at it from from a from a standpoint of a junior league. Well, why aren't you upset that fifteen year olds can't fight in their leagues then? You know, I like, recommend uh, we get kids just, started in preschool. It just there there <laughs> is like some kind of they, fight they club. Did they not move body contact back uh, in the year two ba- a couple ba- years ago? Bantam is the first year you can hit, I believe. Yeah, and it used hmm. to be Peewee when I was yeah, used to be Peewee when I was yeah. And so it's so now, slow- now you're a bigger body. You don't know how to use it properly, but you have a bigger yeah. weapon and you don't know how to use it. Properly. Smart. Very, very smart. Mm-hmm. It's idiots. It is a, it's a tough thing when you start to make changes from the back in, when you come into a league, you're coming, you're feeding into a league and the changes have been made before that. So. They, they now have a penalty called a, well, it's just called hit to the head, but I think it's a mm-hmm. head contact. I think they call it. And um, it's a two or a four kind of determined on the ref. And, Boy, oh boy, are there a lot of hit to the head penalties in yeah. a, a minor hockey league game now. Not that like, just cause yeah, the kids don't know how to hit correctly. Yes. And you even see it in junior hockey now too, to an extent of like the hitting is, is not, it's not perfect. And no one you sometimes just going to get it right. But like you'll see kids and they're always yeah. just like doing it wrong. They're not actually using their bodies anymore. When, mm-hmm. when I went to the one dub game last year, when the oil Kings won the championship, I found it to be more physical than an NHL game. Oddly in terms of hitting, I just found it more body, physical. Bodies aren't worn down as much. Yeah, I guess like <laughs> there's a lot more body contact. So. Yeah. Like it was interesting. So, but I also saw like people were saying how, like, is this going to, pre- how is this going to prepare Players from the queue moving into the NHL, like if they do get into these kind of scrums, right? Like, yeah, I don't know. But it, it, you come back to the point that the NCAA hasn't had fighting forever, yeah, okay. right? And, and right. those players do function. I just, I just think that I don't know. It's, 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 it's a tough conversation to have today, definitely, because because we don't know what the actual effects are going to be. We're only assuming that the that the effects are going to be what hockey fighting was created to stop. Is going to continue to rise. Oh, I think you kind of do know a little bit of what it can do from like a player's perspective. When I think in recent times, the U.S. has taken strides in junior hockey, and their players are becoming better and better now in the NHL because they're more skilled and they don't have to worry about fighting in NCAA. Well, I'm not saying WHL, OHL, whatever players. Obviously, they have a big impact, but. It's a bit more physicality to their games. This is obviously interesting. This obviously can spawn a different conversation, but do you think you know taking fighting out of the game will like ruin the viewing experience? I think you're gonna lose you're just you're naturally gonna lose fans that that Mm -hmm. came to the game for one certain aspect of it, and you're gonna gain fans in another aspect. So funny thing to me about anybody comes in because you take out fighting. The funny thing to me is that's true. People say, Oh, I gotta get fighting, but then if a scrap breaks out and you're at the game, the place goes Oh yeah, exactly. There's That's a critical. There's definitely a. There's definitely a. Uh, it's a. It's a weird statement from like to see like league officials coming out and saying that this is a great thing for the league. I think yeah. you should ask the guys involved in the sport whether they want it instead of somebody else coming from outside and saying you guys shouldn't do this because of and just wagging the fingers. Allow the players to decide. Yeah, I think that's I like the players to decide. We already know what the answer is going to be. I like that they got rid of the the players who can't play fights that would happen like those weren't necessary but like and, I th- and the funny thing about that is that they get rid of those you get a lot more clean hit guy gets jumped right now because yeah. you can't just send out smack and have him yeah. line up against right the next shift kind and of thing, yeah. and them go and take care of it yep fair. so it is there is going to be some good and some bad and some this and then and that but it's part of the game's always been part of the game stop trying to like alter the game if you don't want to watch hockey like that 
Go create a different sport then. Like, stop trying to change hockey. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I think that if I think for I, th- I unless you're getting rid of the trapezoid, I'm done with it. I could well, see a future. Fine. Marty Turco hasn't played in years. Rotary, As the guy yeah. that runs HockeyFights.com, I think I could see a future where there isn't fighting in the league. But I also but think that players, in that I also they don't think, want to fight yeah. cool, but don't make it illegal. Don't let the. I also think that that also politics. means that that league doesn't just doesn't have physicality in it whatsoever. And that's okay if that's the that, that's the sport that you want, but that's just not the hockey that I want. And see, that's yeah. And like, listen, we've we've watched the playoffs this year. You know, for the first couple of rounds, if you're not into physical hockey, you're gonna be out by round two. Yeah, if mm-hmm. you made the playoffs at all. Mm-hmm. There's big boy hockey in playoffs. That's for sure. Yeah, just don't fight in the last five minutes. If you're gonna fight in the last five minutes, make it five oh one. Any later than that, don't do it. Right. Yep. Let's wrap up the podcast with some hot and cold performers from the last seven days of our lives. I want to give a shout out to our friends at Cornerstone Insurance for making this segment possible. Go check them out at cornerstoneins.ca, auto, residential, commercial, life insurance, whatever you need. It is right there. You get a quote, you can submit a claim, you can do it all online. Cornerstoneins.ca. As we do every week, we start off with our veggies, Waz. I'm looking at you first. You're right in front of me. You're. Cornerstone Insurance, Cold Performer of the Week. I'll give my Cold Performer of the Week to uh, my soccer team. We lost 6-3 on Tuesday. Not, not a great result, especially since we have uh, Liam in our league. So it's a very competitive league. Mm-hmm. So Thoughts on that, Liam? Good. Nation <laughs> <Yes. laughs> 10 here, Cold Performer of the Week. My Cold Performer of the Week is going to be the topic we just talked about for the last five minutes because it's going to consume my life for the next 365 days a year or so as uh, the QMJHL and it's fighting ban. Enjoy moderating the comments on hockey fights when you post that news on the Instagram <laughs> accounts. Rick, you're a cold from the week. Well, I like it or not, I'm the right there at Dan. I think it's bad for hockey. I think it's dangerous moving forward for some of these players when they're going to get involved in an aspect of hockey that's you need to be taught in and they're not going to have any teaching and it's not going to be good for the game. Oh, I didn't push any buttons. Okay, hang on. Waz, you get this one. Okay, Nation Dan, you get QMJHL. Man, I'm not doing my job today. Good lord. Rick gets this one. Oh, get cold. All right. I'm going to be so mad that I'm yelling at you. My cold performer of the week goes to Alex Manoa. Not him personally. What's his name? Alec. Love him. Uh, Alec Manoa. Alex Manoa is his cousin. <laughs> <laughs> Not because of him personally. I'm sure he's a good man, but it's been a tough season. Mm-hmm. So just him and that in general. We have been hoodwinked, bamboozled, led astray, run oh, amok, no. and flat out deceived. I hope he finds his stuff. Me too. So to clarify, Liam, nothing to do with Alec Manoa, the human. No. Only this season. Just the fact he struggled so Not much. The just, struggles of Manoa. Just because Alec for, listens. For the record, and I'm sure people have tweeted it out now, but... Roy Holiday did the exact same thing. Did anybody else Google the Florida Complex League after it happened? Uh, so I saw somebody's comment on it. It's like the rookie league. I also text Tyler. I'm like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> and he goes, imagine Nugent Hopkins got sent to the dub. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> oh. I think you can go down there and it's all about like finding the plate it's as opposed to worrying about the, the batters. Like, He's yeah. still way better than them. So yeah. that's not, it's not like he's going to, he needs to, fu- he needs to find this plate. He needs to I find think, the strike zone. I think it's going to be good for him. Cause you know, he's going to go down there. He's probably going to be lighting batters up, get a little confidence back in himself. It's stuff's just, and he can work his way. Yeah, the question is, does he go from there and then work his way up through single, double, triple, or does he like do something down there and then bring him right back to the Jays? Well, I guess we'll see who uh pitcher five is in the rotation. How he does is probably going to dictate a lot of that too. 
I like that Roy Halladay's this Roy Halladay story is kind of the new Michael Jordan missed his team uh, story. That's fine. Kind of, yeah. Hardship. Help people know. A little adversity. Exactly. You know, for Alex Manoa. Alex Manoa. My uh, cold performer of the week is last weekend was my 20 year high school reunion. That was fine. That was a good time. But the hangover <laughs> oh, <wow>. I had <laughs> afterward. Oh my Lord. I came in here on Monday and I was still firing on a quarter cylinder. So the hangover that I had and all my buddies had for that matter last weekend, cold performer of the week. That's a joke. That's an absolute joke is what it is. It was no joke. I didn't get out of bed until like 3 PM. How many, how many people show up to that reunion? Not very many. There was probably, I'm going to say like 30 oh, of a class okay. of 100 plus, but it was yeah. a very last minute kind of thing that got put together. So it was a good time. I was mostly there to hang out with my boys anyway. You know, <laughs> let's finish it off on a high note. Liam, we're reversing the order. You're up first. Your cornerstone insurance hot performer of the week. Okay. I had one, but now I just saw something that I want to give. So my initial one was Monsters Inc. I watched it the other day. Oh, <laughs> fantastic good. movie. First time? First time? <laughs> no, not the first time I've seen Monsters Inc. Uh, in oh, case okay. you're wondering, dear listener. Yep. <laughs> Monsters Inc. did come out in 2001. Uh, but my, my hot performer <laughs> of the week, I just school. saw this. Is Austin who made that Ryan Nugent Hopkins jersey on our Instagram? Yes, that is my high school. Oh, I just really looked in the picture. I made that. I so I know the exact project and the class he's in because I made an Adidas hoodie and mine was orange. He's a hot guy. Shout out Austin. He's a hot guy. <laughs> <laughs> Not Monsters Inc. Then, huh? Maybe next week. All right. Maybe that'll be Monsters University. How many sittings? Uh, two. <laughs> You watched it twice back to back? No, I so stopped cool. halfway through. It's only like an hour. <laughs> off movie. It's so good. He had to catch I love it. that a kid's movie takes two sittings. I love it. Right. Down and regain. right when they got uh, banished. <laughs> I watched Shrek the other day as well. First time? No. <laughs> Rick, your Cornerstone Insurance Hot Performer of the Week. The Return of CFL. Simple. Yeah. Oh, come on. I'm excited. When Elks. was the last time the Elks won at home? We were talking about this before. Uh, it's been they, 17 years. They weren't the Elks. Sunday is the day. Pre-COVID. Yes. And if you're going to the game on Sunday, Evander Kane and Cecily will be there. Cool. Oh, are they? And yeah, so will that's I. cool. There you go. And so will Rick. Look out for Rick. Uh, Nation Dan, your hot performer of the week. Uh, well, my honorable mention is going to go out to three guys, Corey, Tyler, and Zach for dragging my uh, golfing carcass over the finish line yesterday at the Corporal Jim Galloway Memorial File or Memorial Tournament. Jeez, golf tournament. Uh, we finished second place. So shout out to Corey, Tyler, and Zach. Nice. Uh, but my hot performer of the week is actually going to go out to just a random, I'm assuming, listener of the podcast. Uh, drives a black SUV, has a nation decal on the back. And I just noticed them two days ago, and they're still repping a car flag. An Oilers nice. car flag. That nice. thing has seen some wars, but I'm giving them a huge shout out on the podcast for uh, still repping the car flag months after elimination. You get my hot performer of the week. Feeling hot, hot, hot. Feeling hot, hot, hot. I saw McDavid jersey out in the wild the other day, too. I I respect respect. It. Mm-hmm. I love it. Was your hot form of the week? Well, first of all, I hear an ice cream trick outside. Yep. You're going to chase it? Just get some ice cream, man. <laughs> uh, my hot performer of the week will go to Lionel Messi and his big move to Inter Miami. Oh, yeah. Very excited. <laughs> Dan, could we have a nation vacation in Miami? We can always look at it. Let's, AMA let's travel. It. Let's do it. Put some respect on my name. So we drag this out. No. So that please leaves. don't. I've been waiting. That's to pish. There it is. There it is. There's ice cream truck right there. Pulling up. Go get him. Walk. There we go. Run, Waz. I always think about ice cream trucks like when they drive around my neighborhood or whatever. Hearing that song over and over and over again. 
would make me want to destroy everyone within a 13 kilometer radius. Yeah. Well, Roz has run out of the room. He ripped off his shirt as he was running out of the room. He is now catching up to, oh, it's speeding away from him. Was Rick, when this podcast is done, can you just click this button? <laughs> Which button? Stop. Honestly, I would have preferred jumping out of the window. Well, you know, my hot performer of the week, so we can wrap it up. There goes Liam. Uh, I've got a nice little summer of events going on here in the city. First of all, the festivals are all coming soon. I've got a list. The street team is going to be working on some of those. I'm excited about that. But Tool tickets went on sale, and it seems like me and Jay are going to be going together. And I'm excited to go see Tool. I think it's going to be fucking sweet. This is why I'm not. So Rick and uh, Rick's Rick's got an important job to do over here. He's got a button that he's got to push. So we're going to say thank you to UFC 289. Go get the pay per view that's coming up tomorrow. AMA Travel Betway. Will Hawk Beef Jerky Star Mechanical Cornerstone Pause Recording Button or the Stop Video Button. Uh, I would say stop, pause recording. And here goes Rick with an important job. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.